Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's John DeBach. John, you are a certified relationship expert and couples counselor, and you're found on the web at mrspirituality.com. John, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the show and, and what you do for everybody in the community here. Well, I'm a huge fan of your work as well. So, uh, you know, my wife is a licensed marriage and family therapist. She mm -hmm. works exclusively exclusively with couples. I went to college. I, I was going to be uh, a couples counselor myself. I wanted to actually, my dream was to be a love doctor on the radio. That oh, never <laughs> that didn't materialize. I got distracted with a, a few other things. Not too late, Josh. It's no, no, not it's too no, late. No, yeah. So I'll tell you what, I'll let you serve as proxy in this instance, John. Um, but first kind of maybe just start off and give us a lay of the land of your of of your work. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm a, I'm a couples counselor. I, I take a coaching approach. So I'm a lot more hands-on with my clients than a typical couples counselor. I kind of give my clients... 24 hours access to me through like email, texting, there's emergency calls in addition to the weekly sessions. What I saw in the marketplace was two things. So couples counselors are great. And I have my own podcast where I interview therapists. They, they, my wife is also a therapist. So I, oh my goodness. <laughs> and by um, the way, let me ask, yeah, how has, how does that work out? How does that work out? Because that was the road I was going down. So and it, works, I'm not... it works great for, yeah. for the simple reason that my wife detaches when she's not in the office, she's not there. So one of the reasons why she told me don't go down the psychologist road 12 years ago, we were talking about it because I don't have that ability to completely detach from my clients. I get a little too emotionally invested. And she's like, there's some things that you're just not going to be comfortable with. So she's like, you should look into being a coach. It's much more your speed. And she was right. I mean, to her credit. So I think like of the two of us, I'm the one that does more therapizing, if you, if you will, in the relationship. And like, I'm the one where when we get in a fight, I say to myself, what would I tell a client? And then, and then I, and then I do it and it works. And I'm always like, oh man, it really works. You know? So, cause as therapists, as counselors, we often give the advice and can't use it ourselves. It's like the, the, the kind of classic aphorism is doctors make the worst patients. Right. <laughs> and so, so it's, it's nice to see that it does work even in your own relationship. It just kind of gives you confidence to kind of keep doing what you're doing. So I saw that there was a, a space in the marketplace for yeah. people who wanted to see fast transformations. And I also didn't like the way relationships were being taught. We're taught from a young age that relationships are hard work and they're not, they're really not. They're very easy 
if you do the maintenance required. So if if you think relationships are like a passive thing where you'd like a car, you just put some gas in it and go, and then suddenly your carburetor breaks down or whatever it is, or with a Tesla these days, the computer breaks down, then yeah, if you treat your relationship that way, it's going to go kaput. But the truth is once my clients kind of go through the initial uh, 10 week intensive that I, that I kind of put together where you're with me a lot, it only takes 30 minutes to an hour a day to, to make your relationship completely sore. And, and that lasts for decades moving forward. So if you can't spend 30, 40 minutes with your spouse, what the hell are you doing with them anyway? You know, I mean, that's kind of my, so it's like, if you can't figure out how to squeeze that time in, then yeah, it's probably not the right person to be with. But if you can, you can have the relationship of your dreams. So that's kind of the way I work. That's my approach. Um, and and it's it's worked really well. I mean, the people who go through it have over a 90% success rate, um, which is, you know, toot my own horn it's it's kind of unheard of but uh but it's also you know there's my own bias because it's not a third party test or anything like that just to be fair yeah you know, so i, I want to just kind of connect the dots for someone who says yeah whatever you know relationships where it is blah 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 you know it's just mediocre at best you know again i'm just kind of creating a yeah. a little painting a picture of a particular you know, just you know, someone sure. that might be in this situation and, and they say, whatever, you know, my, I get a lot of value and meaning. My purpose in life is more around my work and yeah. I'm very successful professionally. Why do I need to work on my primary relationships? So two answers to that. First of all, when you do it right, it doesn't feel like work. It's actually fun. Uh, and then the second thing I'll, I'll, I'll kind of answer you with a story. So I had a, I had a client who came up to me. I met him at a social gathering. He was the CEO of a tech startup and I was there just socially. And he kind of pulled me aside and he said, someone mentioned you're a relationship coach and a counselor. And I said, yeah, he got me privately. He said, listen, I got some issues. My wife's kind of driving me nuts and I'm probably going to call you. I said, fine. I gave him my info. Didn't hear from him for two years, two years later. He has his assistant set up a call and he shows up to a Zoom meeting just like this because he couldn't come in. And he, I said, what's going on? And he said, I was really focusing on my business for two years and my relationship was fine. It was doing what it needed to do. It wasn't the center of my life. He was working on his exit and it was, it was, a, it was an eight figure exit. He did quite well. The day he came home with a bottle of champagne and some flowers thinking he was going to focus on his relationship. He walked into the house and in the foyer was his wife with a suitcase saying she was leaving. And that's when he called me. And so here he was thinking, I'll get to my relationship when I can. And the truth is a lot of people will tolerate your relationship being on kind of neutral for a while, yeah. but there's going to be a day where it snaps and it's a lot easier to learn how to do it. It's one of the few things in your life you cannot outsource. You cannot outsource your relationship. You have yeah. to participate in it. And so I worked with him on my 10 week intensive and he had a, you know, he had his two year non-compete contract. And so he had kind of a coasty kind of managerial role. And a year later, cause we kept in touch, you know, once in a while he'll come in for like a refresher, his wife ended up coming into a couple sessions and he, he calls me the best investment he ever made. His divorce was going to cost him North of $8 million. So he was like, this was, 
hands down the easiest investment, best leveraging investment of my life, working on myself, spending the time, spending the uh, the modest amount of money to actually get yeah. coached and how it works. And his wife's happier and he's happier. And now a year later, he says, you know, I never looked at my relationship as being able to provide me that source of joy and that source of energy that I thought it could. And now that I see it can, and if I knew that two years ago, I would have been sharing more with my wife. And when I had a hard day at work, been able to decompress in a much faster and more amazing way. And like, you're right, it doesn't take that much time. I mean, a text in the middle of the day takes 30 seconds and means the world of difference when you know it. So, you know, the people who say it's doing what it has to do, I'd say, sure, fine. But is that what you're after? I mean, is it like, is that what, would you say the same thing of your business? My business is doing what it needs to do. What kind of stupid mentality is that? You could be so much better if you don't have the, the, the gumption, you know, if you don't have that, in, in Hebrew, we call it the chutzpah, the nerve. If you don't have the chutzpah to go and grab the relationship and make it what you want it to be, then you're dead inside. And there's that, that's that, that's not a life worth living to me. Yeah, you know, again, high achievers, and there are a lot of, I would say, type A high achieving folks that listen to the show. Uh, would you accept mediocrity in, in any other part of your life? And, and just because it involves another person, and, and you think that, well, I'm not going to be able to change them. Oh, Let's let's talk about that in just a second. But first, what I to our friend that's listening, yeah. oh, we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. Uh, um, so, to our friend that's listening right now, uh, John, you kind of gave a good prompt for this. Hit pause, but don't oh, on this podcast. Don't go too far. Go ahead and send a message right now yep. to a loved one. If you're not in a primary, you know, romantic relationship right now, I'll take it one step further. Maybe it's a family number. I'll tell you what to text. Oh, okay. So this, like is, so this is where like no. a therapist wouldn't be ethically allowed to do this work. Right. Coach, you know, so I, I'll even like help you write some texts because the thing is you want to touch on something that your spouse thinks highly of themselves on. So if you're going to say, I miss you, I love you, that's great. But touch upon an attribute that they bring into the relationship, whether they do the dishes and they take care of the kids or they support you or even something from your past. Like when no one believed in your startup, they were the one encouraging you at night. Pick one specific thing and say thank you and just say, you know, thank you for showing your love to me or being that rock in the relationship when I'm not able to be home, that you're with the kids, make it specific so that it sounds authentic, first of all, not that you heard it on a podcast and just want to do it because someone said, hey, it's a good idea, but make it so that it touches a nerve because people know what they're good at. Everybody knows what their superpower is. You know, if I tell my wife, thank you for doing the carpool to the far school, like the private school we send our kids to, that means a lot to her more so mm -hmm. than, Hey, you look fantastic today. I mean, that that's nice too. But the more meaningful thing is that I recognize the sacrifices and the contributions that she does in the relationship that hits a big nerve. So yeah, you're right, Josh hit pause, send the text message and come back to listen to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Hang on a second. Three, two, one. All right, we're back. Okay. So, and by the way, to our editor, you didn't need to do any edits right there. I'm just doing that for dramatic <laughs> effect. Okay. So um, uh, let's talk about this concept of John, there's no way that I'm going to be able to change my husband, my spouse, my partner, my wife. 
they have always been like this. Um, it's a pain in the, you know what? It, it's, it's so this belief that people are just pre-programmed and, and, you know, which again, sounds silly now that I'm kind of saying it out loud, but I think some of us like, that's just, I'm not going to be able to do that. They've never changed before. They're always going to leave their dirty underwear on the, on the floor. And right. just, it's, I've given up on that battle. So there's two, there's two aspects to this. There are, there are things about your partner's character that you will never change. If you have a messy partner and you're neat and tidy, you need to learn to accept those differences and kind of laugh them off. I have a, I have a client who's, who's always on time and his wife is always 40 minutes late and it's at the center of a lot of fights. And so you, you make, you make accommodations. You tell the wife that it starts 50 minutes earlier and you're open about it. Like, Hey, I'm going to lie to you in the future about when events start. So there are things you could do, but at the end of the day, you have to, there's only two problems in a relationship, the things you can fix and the things you can't. And that's it. The things you can fix, fix them. The things you can't learn to accept and move on. But you're hitting on a much bigger point, which is it's not one thing. It's the idea that my partner makes up this amalgam of things that doesn't make the relationship work. And the truth is I work with, I'd say half the people I work with are on an individual basis where they've already tried couples counseling and it didn't work. And they're coming to me alone because their partner says, I'm done. I don't want to try anymore. I, I don't want to get divorced, but I just, I'm done. And it is what it is. And the truth is, it's never is what it never is what it is. You know, I have, I have people all the time that come to me that don't have relationships with their parents. And I use par the parent relationship all the time because it's when it's done right, when it's a healthy parent child relationship, it's a model of perfect love. Right. So if I turn to them and I say, okay, you don't talk to your dad, you haven't talked to him in 10 years. Right. Good. Okay. So let me ask you, would you want a relationship with your dad if your dad was the perfect dad? If he called you, checked on you, supported you, no one ever says no. And the truth is, if you become the perfect partner for your, for your romantic relationship, the other person wakes up eventually. They're going to have walls up. It's going to take some time to break them down. But when you learn to do it with joy, without the expectation that it's going to happen overnight, that you're just giving a gift and walking away and not even waiting for the response, just the, the fact that you gave it, your job's done, go back to work. You know, whether that gift is affection, physical touch, an actual gift, whatever it is, when you learn to do that consistently, after a while, the survival instinct turns on in your partner's brain and says, hey, what the hell just happened? My partner is a new person and I don't want it to go away because it's too good. And so they start asking questions. The intimacy grows. It happens every single time. The one exception is if your partner's a sociopath <laughs> and they just don't have the empathy, which happened to me once in my career, uh, but clinical socio sociopathy is very, very rare. Uh, or if they've already checked out and they're having an affair, obviously there's going to be some work to be done there. The truth is they usually realize, oh, it's much easier to stay in my marriage and they kill that affair. That's a whole other conversation, but usually it works. It's just a matter of, you know, how much effort you're willing to put in to get their attention again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and, and there's, you know, this past year, I, I really did a lot of work. I, you know, for me, I, I don't know, somewhere along the way, I don't know if you're familiar with kind of like that nice guy syndrome sure. or, you know, this feeling where, um, 
you know, you want you you work hard for other people's approval and probably worry about it a little bit too much. Yeah. I, that last year, I did a lot of work on that area in my life. I'm always I'm trying to find areas where I'm dissatisfied. You know, how, where am I not? you know, a 10 out of 10, you know, can I work on that? But um, so I read um, like Glover's work, you know, No More Mr. Nice Guy. And, and that was really helpful. And one of the biggest messages I think I got from that is like, you know, if I want to, you say, if I, if I were to rate my relationship, like, an eight, right? And and I said, well, what do I have control over? Why do I have little control over Jenny, but I have a lot of control over me. Yeah. And so I, I think you had mentioned this here, but you know, this idea of working on our own value, what kind of, you know, you know, so I had to ask myself, you know, what kind of a husband am I? And, you know, how can I increase my own personal value? And I think you'd mentioned this too, but it's like, you'll find that the people will kind of come along with you when you're working on working on yourself and improving yourself, like people, it's really interesting what happens, but usually they come along for the ride. Yeah, because it's exciting. People like forward movement. It's Mm -hmm. very easy to be complacent and not change. It's comfortable because if you're not suffering, then you're not going to look for change. But when people see a shooting star, they want to catch onto the tail and rise up with you, whether that's going to help them or not. It's just exciting to see people grow. I think there's a big shift mentally that happens when you switch from being needy in a relationship to understanding that you're needed. And when you have a role to fulfill in your relationship, when you search for being needed, think again, let's use the parent child relationship. If you're a mom or a dad and you're, and you have a child and you have a healthy relationship with that child, you get almost nothing from the child. I mean, let's be honest. Kids are just a pain in the ass at the end of the, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's too much profanity. For Sorry, sorry. kids, if you're listening in the yeah. car, but uh, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, I have four kids. I love them dearly, but you know, they siphon your food and resources. They're needy little attention. And we love them more than anything in the world. Why? Because we give more than we take. And the person giving more in the relationship always gets more out of it, regardless of the other person's participation. In Hebrew, I was almost an Orthodox rabbi, so I come at this with a little bit of a spiritual perspective. But in Hebrew, the word for love is ahava. And the root of that word is hav, which means to give. And that is the secret of what love is. When you learn that giving and having the role and the mentality of being a provider in the relationship, not just financially, emotionally, mentally, Being a giver in the relationship means you're getting more out of it, period. That's why parents always love their children more than the children can love their parents, because we give more. We just do. That's just the nature of the relationship. John, your website, mrspirituality.com, someone that's been listening to our conversation and um, who are you, who's a really good fit for you and who are you a really good fit for? My favorite way to to work with people is in an intensive way. So if you're looking for a transformation, if you're looking to see two to three years of therapy condensed into 10 weeks, that those are my ideal clients. The rest of people who want weekly sessions, I do offer them if you want what I call fetch therapy, where you sit and vent and complain, that's definitely on the table. It's not my preferred way of working, but for people who are serious, want to see a change and want to embrace that, then definitely go to mrspirituality.com slash three, the number three secrets. You'll see 
like a like a 20 40 minute somewhere around their workshop where i kind of talk about how i work it's completely free you don't have to do anything and that'll kind of give you an idea of my perspective more of what we've been talking about and some actionable things you can even try in your own relationship before ever calling and you'll see the effect pretty quickly so it's mrspirituality.com slash the number three secrets john debach again it was mrspirituality.com forward slash secrets is that right Three secrets. Number three, three. secret. The number yeah. three. The number three. Yeah. Number three secrets. Uh, John DeBach, thank you so much. It's been a wonderful conversation. Uh, you and I have chatted in previous conversations. Yeah, too. yeah. I'm already a fan of your work. Like I love what you do. What you, you do works. Your clients rave about you. Uh, and and I would also say, you know, to uh, folks that are like your driven personalities, John. I know you're really good with folks in in that persona as well yeah absolutely all right john debach again mrspirituality.com forward slash three secrets john thank you so much for joining us thank you and if you ever become a love doctor i want to be one of your guests on your show <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.